Hey, how's it going? Uh, welcome back to the All In Podcast, All In Entrepreneur Podcast. And uh, today we are talking about the art of closing, the art of closing. And this is actually part three from what I was told. By the way, my name is Carlos Reyes. I'm your host today. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm here with Adrian Salgado. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Um, sales director for National Cash Offer, closed hundreds and hundreds of deals, million dollars worth of uh, wholesale fees, and um, now just here to share share the art of closing with you guys. Yeah, guys, uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Andy Garcia. Uh, I am a real estate entrepreneur, uh, sales director for Offer Home. I'm a part of Alex Sines' team. And uh, yeah, uh, just like Adrian, uh, you know, very similar results in what we've done uh, over, you know, the last two years uh, of being on the phones and getting deals, uh, you know, different styles, but same results. So again, closer. I'm a closer. <laughs> I'm a closer. That's all you need to know. Yeah, I'm a closer. Pretty much closer. to so, summarize it. If you're wondering, you know, why, <clears throat> if you're wondering why we continue to put on, you know, acquisition episodes here, right? Because this is just, this is another sales and another acquisition episode. If you're wondering why, it's because in my opinion, you know, it's it's literally the most important factor out of the entire equation when it comes down to real estate entrepreneurship. If you can't close deals, your 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 company is going to like cease to exist. Yep. You're you're gonna burn uh, marketing dollars. You'll never you're, get off the ground. You're you're never gonna get off the ground. You're never gonna scale. You're not gonna be able to fund your company to the part where you can actually scale it, where you can hire more people, more closers, hire a TC, hire a CFO, you know, hire a dispo a dispo person or a few in our case. So yeah. if you can't close deals, you're not gonna survive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And in my opinion, I mean, when you're looking to scale, uh, you know, your wholesaling business from being you know, a very involved business owner into growing a team that does a ton of deals uh, like our companies does. And you got to find the right person to help you build on the sales aspects of, of things because it can be very time consuming. So, you know, it's, it's something you definitely want to make sure that you're, you know, uh, striving in and then obviously closing on your deals. Otherwise, all this market is going to waste, like Carlos said. And let's be honest, guys. I mean, who doesn't want to close more deals? Who doesn't want to close their first deal? I mean, that's what we're here to do is to help you guys, uh, you know, scale from just door knocking being a mom and pop shop um to growing a business everybody wants to be in business owner that's why you guys tune into this podcast you guys are all entrepreneurs um and you guys want to be successful so it all starts with the sales yep. I mean, if you can't sell anything then you can't scale no sale no scale oh i like that just come up with that <laughs> i, I like, like it that. <laughs> off the cuff nice. no sale no scale baby i'm gonna actually write that down no sale no scale Quote Adrian Salgado. Adrian Salgado, right? Born closer. Born closer. All right. Okay. Okay. So real quick, guys, would you guys say, like, isn't that one of the the biggest struggles as, as company owners, um, as real estate entrepreneurs? Isn't that one of our biggest struggles? And I'm I'm asking actually to our audience, the the fact that like, don't you feel that you should be closing more deals? There's people out there. There's people out there that they'll get 200 leads and they can't close a deal. Yeah. You know, their, their conversion ratio is, you know, I got to talk to 500 people before I get a deal. I mean, you're, you're not going to survive. Yep. No. You're not going to survive. You're going to go, you're going to end up closing the shop down and go, you know, going back to a nine to five. And, you know, we've actually had, we've had folks to the point where, you know, they were a 200 to one uh, conversion ratio, 200 leads to get one deal, you know, hundred leads to get one deal. You know, and 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 it's just it's not good for anybody. Yeah, and as soon yeah. as as soon as those guys left, and we put some real salesmen on the phones with them, 
I mean, these guys, uh, our guys were converting. Uh, it, it turned out to be like one in every 25 leads that were left back from the, the people that didn't have any sales experience. Now, keep in mind, this was, you know, before uh, Andy and I started doing what we're doing with our teams, you know, where we were just uh, trying to learn the whole sales process on our own, um, trying to scale, you know, be consistent, lock up more deals day in and day out. You know where I wasn't able to teach anybody else because I was still learning myself. Exactly. You know, yeah. so and and it got to the point where we had those people that were converting one in every two hundred leads, and they left. We put somebody in their seat that has sales experience and that knows the process. Then they just started converting with the same leads, one in twenty-five. Now that goes to show you, if you don't have the sales skills, like you, like Carlos said, you're just burning through money. And I mean. If you're starting to be an entrepreneur, I'm sure you don't have that kind of money to burn. You have to penny pinch and you have to do whatever you can to be able to to continue marketing or continuing to try to scale your business. And, and guys, you know, sales isn't just tied down to real estate. You know, these guys are closers. If, if we were selling, if we were selling, if we were doing cars, yeah. if we were doing solar panels, you know, it, it, no matter what it is we're doing, these guys would we'll close anywhere. Yeah, yeah for sure. And and I tell people this all the time: the wealthiest people in the world are are people who have the capability of closing other people. Yeah, right. for sure. It gets you in, in, you know power and play for. Other I mean, bigger th think of think of any any yeah. gigantic massively successful entrepreneur out there think of a grant cardone could, could he close a, a few people yeah you know i mean even the freaking president was a closer at one point right still is still, he's still closing he's still closing deal yeah he closed it closed the entire nation yeah i mean you think of any massively successful person you know could gary v close people does he have the yeah, capability yeah, of closing sure, sure. people? Yeah, these right? people are all closers. Yeah, all these guys, all these 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 guys. So don't think that sales is just about real estate. You know, go okay, you like, say something. Yeah, yeah. For example, so even even like sticking to real estate. For example, we're on the wholesale end, right? We're trying to acquire properties that are deeply discounted uh, in our market, and obviously be able to sell them for a profit. Uh, not everyone wants to do business with with a wholesaler, and that's okay. You know, some people are going to be excellent realtors. And, and that's okay, you know, but we know we're not realtors personally. And like Adrian and I talk about it all the time. Like if we're realtors, think about how many listings we would have. Like we'd still be killing it. Same thing like if we were doing, you know, solar sales, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, your approach and obviously the willingness to learn the, you know, your product and then obviously be able to sell it to people. So uh, do me a favor, guys, <clears throat> if you can, go ahead and share this with as many people, um, as many people as you can, as many groups as you can. Um, before we get going, because we have, you know, we have uh, somewhat of an agenda here that, you know, we want to we want to uh, walk you down. And I know you guys are going to have a bunch of questions. OK, so uh, please share this. I'm going to give you guys the time to share this with a bunch of people. Let's get some and, likes. and then, you know, let's get some likes. Let's get some hearts. Let's get some shares. That's all we ask for. I mean, we, we take the time out of our day every single Wednesday at 12 o'clock sharp where we're committed and we're disciplined enough to to come in here. And, uh, and serve you guys, you know, to to the highest to our highest capacity. So do me a favor, share with enough people before we get going, because we're going to start dropping some fire. Yeah. Let's go. Let's you go. got three of the nation's best closers, you know, right in this room right now. I actually received a phone call last night from Carlos and he said a couple words to me and hung up. What did I say to you? <laughs> I answered the phone. He said, I'm still the best closer. And then he hung up the phone. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, you got to you got to have some pride. You know, you got to right you got to take some pride. You know, if you're a closer, 
you know, that that's like, it's like a superpower, you know, yeah. it's like a superpower. And, you know, if you don't have it, then you better go get it because you're not going to sure. survive. And if you don't have it, then you get, you better go hire it I because you're not going to survive. You know, I, I thank God, you know, it, you know, through God's grace, you know, I was lucky enough and blessed enough to, to have the closing capabilities. And that is our company. Like I closed the first year and a half to two years worth of worth of properties in our company. You know, think like you probably were, you probably didn't close the first maybe six months or, or maybe whatever, but I know you came on really early. Yeah. Yeah. I came on really early. So, uh, when, when, at the time that I got started working with Alex, he'd probably maybe had, you know, maybe less than 10 deals on his, on his belt. Oh God. Uh, probably close to six figures in deals at this point. Yeah. Uh, and again, this was maybe a year into his journey and, you know, we started getting leads. My, my first issue was, you know, I'm not getting enough, I'm not getting enough deals. Uh, and that was because we weren't marketing enough. Right. You know, but we slowly blew up the marketing and Alex was just like, you know what? I need to trust you with this. This is something that you need to handle and we're not going to move anywhere unless you can close these deals. Yeah. So like I had no, I had no choice but to close these people. I got really good. And like, most importantly, like I was obsessed, you know, uh, I, I don't, I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to care to have a personal life. I didn't really care for anything else. I just knew that well, I had to become obsessed. obsessed. I'm still, still obsessed. obsessed. I'm yeah. still obsessed, but I, I, you know, you have to learn. Cause I mean, guys, like, you know, this is something that, that I, I heard the other day. I don't know where I heard it, but you know, go, g growing up, you're not told, oh, you know, be a salesman. Like no one, no, no kid ever wants to say, I'm going to be a salesman, you know, or I'm going to be the greatest salesman in the world. Uh, it's not even, you yeah. know, salesmen are looked, I'm are gonna frowned upon. I'm going to be an astronaut upon. or I'm going to be the president of exactly. uh, I'm so, be the and, president and, and of the United States. And, and like movies and stuff, you know, we always have, we always have people who portray sales, salesmen as bad people, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're never told this is what you want to do. This is, I didn't know this was my passion, but ultimately I saw, I saw the opportunity, obviously that wholesale presented and I was like, oh shit. My next step is to get really, really good at, at sales. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that was like the mindset that I had, you know, and, and uh, you know, Alex was obviously, you know, he's our innovator. He's our CEO. He, he brought us to where we're at right now, you know, but it was my job to obviously close these, close Absolutely. all the prospects. So, Absolutely. So, and let know, me, and that was from early on. Um, and, and let me say this, you know, um, uh, Adrian was our first successful hire. Yeah. Yep. First because successful. we. See, there's a difference between like our first hire and our first successful hire. Yeah, for sure. Because we went through a couple of frogs to get the, the, the closing prints here. <laughs> you know, we went through a couple of frogs before we finally kissed kissed the, the this frog <laughs> and then he became a prince, it's right? Frog, right? Yeah. So Adrian was our first successful hire. And once Adrian came on board, Jesus, like our company just, I mean, look, man, we went from a freaking room of me, Sal, and Adrian. Probably this size. The size of this podcast. Or smaller than this. Yeah, no windows. Um, no windows, no fan, no air conditioning, swamp cooler, straight brick everywhere, right? Brick everywhere, one computer, and then we had this disgusting table uh, uh, against the wall where you would we would give you like a laptop or something, right? Yeah. And then remember the little <laughs> file cabinet. Like fun. our company was literally, uh, it started in like less than 300 square feet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know how you always hear those, you know, those stories about, oh yeah, those guys started in the garage. Or you see the picture. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we encountered, we encountered the same yeah. thing. We yeah. encountered the same thing. You started in an apartment, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and, Alex's and, and, futon was not, there, not so much nicer, you know? <laughs> the futon. People may come in here now and they see this this massive freaking machine and they see this 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 amazing, beautiful building, you know, with all these amenities. Guys, I started right where you where you are. Yeah, for sure. I started right where you are. We started our company started right where you are right now. Okay, so all I, so all I'm saying is, you know, 
take our testimony uh, into consideration that, you know, we started with less than 300 square feet and now we're about to move into an eight to 10,000 square foot building in November, God willing. Yeah. So it, you're, you're not going to, again, you're going to start, you got to start somewhere, first of all, and don't think that it's like going to be grander, like right off the jump. No, you're going to start, you're going to start struggling. You're going to start with the struggle. And if you're blessed enough to even have a room where you can operate in, good for you. Yeah. Yep, yep, and and sure. it's never too late, guys. Uh, you, you know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I mean, I didn't have any sales experience up until the age of 30. And when I, you know, and I, I met Carlos when I was probably about, I'd say like 25 or something, 26. And I was you, right under his you, nose you, for you like, close my sister-in-law. Yeah, I was, you, clo I you close my sister-in-law. Yeah. I, 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 She's and, a little out of your league and you close her. <laughs> exactly. I was like, who's this guy? Like non-disrespect. I mean, I'm not saying that you're, I always say that was my first acquisition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, right? I made her laugh so much that she could she she couldn't keep her eyes open enough to see how ugly I was. Whoa, so. whoa! I didn't call you ugly. <laughs> I'm the, saying the you're no it. Brad Pitt, but I didn't call you ugly. Well, I'm the more of a Jersey guy. Now you're more of a Richard Gear uh, before the gerbil. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you guys never heard that story. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, never. <laughs> but, not familiar. <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah. Right? So anyway, but, um, hold on. I want to say something. So yeah. I think, guys, if like you, if you're here, if you get anything out of like what we're saying right now, is like it doesn't matter where you place a closer. A closer needs an address, a phone number, a name, and you can call. And again, if you have leads, you're going to be able to close them, right? So it doesn't matter where you're at right now. You can work your way out of that. Just get freaking good at sales, right? That's like, that's the important part of and all And the this. crazy thing is we're all born like salesmen, right? Yeah. I have yeah. a son. I have a son. He's four years old, right? And he, he tells me, you know, he uses tonality and he uses like the hard questions to get information out of me. Wow. I, I, I'm, in I'm interrogated Savage. every day of the week, you know? Dad, why are you doing this? And I have to tell him, right? I don't tell him, oh, don't mind your business or no. I tell him, you know, this is why I'm doing this. Or he'll ask me, you know, he'll just continue to ask me questions in certain tones like, hey, we're going we're going to the park. Right. Like and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, and it, like, uh, yeah, yeah, we are. I guess we are. I guess <laughs> we are. Right. So, I mean, but we we grow out of that, you know, growing and growing and putting your focus on something else, being an astronaut, being, you know, uh, a president, being a police officer. You grow out of that sales, that sales mentality, because let's face it, if you have kids, you understand what I'm talking about. You know how. Even though they're your kids or they're your nieces or nephews, they can close you. I mean, I'm sure your daughter can close you right now. It's easier for women to close men, <laughs> right? Right. It's easier for women to close men. So um, so real, real, real quick, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and it goes back to my point is sales is sales. Yep, yep. And sales gets used every single day. Somebody's closing someone every single day, right? Yeah. Every single day. So uh, let, let's get going. Before we get going, though, I want to make sure we only have 42 people. We had 50 people live. Um, I want to make sure that everybody, sh you know, shares, shares with the much people whereas, with as many as possible. And by the way, let me know if you guys are ready to get into, get into the juice, get into the broth. Let me know if you're ready. If you're ready, uh, just say, you know, just comments and say ready, 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 let's ready, go. ready, let's ready. Go. Activity let's on go. here. Let's get some activity. Yeah. Yeah. This video. Get your guys' questions ready, too, man. Thank we're, you, we're, Di we're, Diane. We're thank you so much. That's my mother-in-law. She says, you guys have came Hi, a Diane. long way. I've witnessed it. So blessed. If you guys are ready, you know, drop the Let's ready, go. ready, 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 ready. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Yeah.
because I want to get into the juice. I want to start out once again with, you know, what kind of the sales huddle we had this Saturday. I want to start out with the opening approach. Mm -hmm. Remember, we talked about the opening approach. And and I want to I want to ask you guys a few questions. Bring the juice. Let's see. Ready, ready. Um, I want to ask ready, ready. Okay, let's do this. Let, keep it coming, guys. Keep it coming because we, we ready, ready, big homie. Thank you, uh, JJ. Thank you. All right. So if you're ready for us to get into the, the juice of closing, uh, your wife says ready. Yeah. Thank you. Say ready or say Thank let's you. go. Sales machines about to about to spit game. Ready. Zadie. Okay. What up, Zadie? Guys, look, uh, I got I got I got good news for you. I got good news and bad news. The good news is our company was literally founded on closing sales, right? Because think about it this way. Our first ever, ever, ever marketing campaign was bandit signs. Yep. And we uh it took us, I don't know how many bandit signs, uh, but you know, once I got that person that was closable, I closed her. I closed her and her husband. Boom. First assignment fee. Second the uh second marketing campaign, twenty five hundred dollars, and it produced ninety thousand dollars. Mm, nice. Third marketing campaign, twenty five hundred. This was all direct mail. Third marketing campaign, twenty five hundred dollars. It produced sixty thousand dollars. Boom! Our company was, it was on fire at this point. Yeah. We're like, oh my god, look at, look at all this money. And then what we did with that money was we started doing pay per click, and Jesus, pay per click was. I mean, yeah, it was killed it. It was a. Now we got pay per click. So now I'm closing pay per click deals. You know, I closed a bandit sign deal. Close a few direct marketing deals. Now I'm closing pay-per-click deals. And and then boom. You know, now we have enough money. We create enough money based off the 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 sales, uh, the sales capability, the sales, yep. you know, the sales skills to start funding our company and start bringing on somebody like Adrian, you know, and 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 Sierra, and then you know, a, a building, and then you know, and 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 started hiring and yep, Jaden. Yep. Jaden Jaden was our first dispo guy at our old spot, yep. right? Where we had 300 square feet. So he had to close you guys. He had to close us. We have 58 people. Let's keep it. Let's keep it coming. So, so guys, let me say this. You, I don't care how bad you are at everything else. If you're a closer, you are going to make money yep. and then you can hire people that are really, that are really good at the things you're bad at. Yep. Okay. If you are a closer, you will survive. If you're a closer, you are going to make money. You are going to produce enough money to hire people that are really good at the things you're bad at. So you might as well get really good at freaking closing yeah. right now. That is solve a lot of your problems. Yeah. I and, and you know, I we always say that. Like um David Coyle may not be uh, may not be watching, but one of our mentees, he's like, I don't know what's going on. You know, we're doing this and we're doing that, and and we're not closing deals. I'm like, Dave. Dave, let, let's keep it very simple here because we gave this guy everything, right? Yeah. Like everything. And we're like, Dave, let's keep it very simple. If you start closing deals, things are going to get better. The guy has 18 deals up on the board right now. He's yeah. he's never had more than three to five on the board at, at you know at, at any given moment. Yeah. The guy has like 15 to so, 18 deals right now, and he's happy, and, and he doesn't even want to leave the office. Of course. Like he he's supposed to go with us uh, to this retreat uh, in, in Cancun. It's called TAB. 
which I'm going to be spending about six days there. I'm a, I'm a keynote speaker at Tab, and um, I'm going to be speaking there. By the way, if you're interested, let me know. I got the plug. Uh, if you want to get away for a few days and you want to spend some time with me and mastermind with me, um, you know, I, I got the plug on Tab. So Dave is like, I'm not going. I already paid for a ticket. I'm not going to go to Tab. It becomes an addiction. He's like, I, we're, we're doing so good right now. I cannot yep. step away from my office right now. Momentum. He's on fire. Yeah. His team's momentum. on fire. Yeah. And Sal, his his number one acquisition guy, is, you know, he's on fire. Uh-huh. So he's like, he's like, man, I'm so thankful that you know you guys have been talking to Sal and 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 you know Sal's closing deals. I mean, this guy's on fire, you know. But see, awesome. David, I said when this all started, David, you have to close deals right now. Mm-hmm. You have to bring meat to the table. You have to provide for your family right now, and then we'll worry about you know, getting an acquisition guy. And they won't worry about getting a junior acquisition guy. And they won't worry about getting a transaction coordinator. And they won't worry about and so on and so on and so on, right? Yeah. And it's happening just the way we said it. But it all started. What was the foundation of the entire thing? The sales. The sales, the sales aspect of it. So uh, backtracking for just a second, you mentioned that you want to get into the intro and the opening of things, right? You know, that's like the first step in dealing with any anybody who's looking to sell their property uh, is keeping their interest long enough for you to be able to pitch your product to them, right? Absolutely. Uh, or so, your service in this or your, case. Or your service product, you know, whatever you, you want to yeah. call it. We're in, the, we're in the business of sales. Absolutely. Uh, so we know this. Um, uh, tracking that, you know, we, we know that every every lead is different. You mentioned initially, you know, you guys started doing direct mail calls. I mean, you weren't approaching those direct mail calls the same way you were approaching a bandit sign phone call, right? Um, yeah, uh, I was, no, when I was doing... Uh, it's different. Paper click and exactly. direct mail. Exactly. And yeah, so, it's it's it's, so the it's intro, different approach. So yeah. the exactly. So the intro to all these different all these different marketing channels is different, right? You got to treat these leads differently. So, uh, just to kind of get into it, um, we can throw out some introduction or some and, intro and, pitches and before we get in that. By the way, did you see that? Jan Av just closed. Oh, boom. So one of our one of uh, the resident bull shark. Uh, he calls himself uh, the resident Randy. bull shark. Shout out to Randy Hernandez. He just closed a 70, uh, well, actually, no, it's 65 now. Yeah. Uh, we took this property down, um, and then we listed it, and it's a hotel deal. And uh, we're clearing. We're netting 65K. Shout out to Mr. Randy Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be good good little vacation money. Randy. He gets paid on Friday. And uh, I'm so excited for him because he's been wanting this baby to close for a while, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah, knows yeah, about yeah, Jan yeah. 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 So uh, shout out, you know, 65K. What can 65 do for you? Yeah. But guess what? Randy closed this person. This person lived up north in Flag, right? Yep. And everybody spoke to this person. Yep. But guess who closed them? Randy closed them. Because Randy's a shark. Yep. And Randy knows how to close. And Randy knows how to how to introduce <laughs> himself. And yep. Randy knows how to, you know, how to build rapport. And Randy knows how to how to take control of the conversation. And we're gonna get into all the juice, yep. right? So uh before we get into the opening uh intro uh of of closing and you know how to approach uh certain people that you know. What is your sales superpower? I know I've, I've asked you this before, but I want people to know what is your sales salesman superpower? What is what is it? So it's uh, the instant icebreakers, you know, uh, getting people a reaction out of people right off right off the the first four seconds. Because let's let's face it, the first four seconds gain you the next you know thirty seconds, and you have to take it a a section at a time. You have to talk to these people a section at a time and nobody wants that sleazy, that sleazy salesman you know that that comes on the phone you have to be a little bit personable right when you're making the first initial phone call you know hi this is adrian you know it's a tonality like hello this is adrian with national cash offer how are you doing today like nobody wants to hear that that's not very appetizing very monotone like if somebody calls me with that same information i'm i'm gonna hang up the phone on them 
But now if I come on the phone, and I'm like, hey, this is Adrian of National Cash Offer. How you doing? Now they're like, oh, okay, this guy's energy's up. He, he sounds like he's he knows what he's talking about. And that's what you have to do. You have to be sharp. Did you guys hear that? Energy. Energy. Yeah. Mm. You have to, mm. pour, you have to, uh, what do you, what would it be? Uh, you have to ex extract or exclude your energy or push out your energy through the through phone. Through the phone. Yeah. Through the phone. You have to do it through the phone if you're not doing it in person, right? And even if you're doing it in person, walking up to the seller, um, you know, and greeting the seller before the seller greets you for the people that are going to walk through, mm -hmm. you know, walking up to the seller and greeting them before they greet you um, and walking with some urgency. Right. Because if you're slowly walking up to the property um, and, you know, like you have time to waste, they're going to be like, well, look at this guy. Vibes. This, yeah, so, vibe. You know, the, the, the vibe, the, the energy you're bringing off, the aura you're bringing off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because um, it's it's. We, I mean, we're judgmental people. I mean, whether we like it or we, whether we like to admit it or not, you know, if somebody walks up to me, and this is just me personally, right? If somebody walks up to me, and Carlos said to, laughs at this all the time, the first thing I do is because I, I'm kind of a sneakerhead, I look at somebody's shoes because the shoes to me tell a lot about a person. Mm. You know, if they have some clean shoes on, that means they, they like to take care of themselves, you know? Um, and also, Carlos, he'll look at somebody's wrist to see, you know, what kind of watch they're wearing. You know, oh, this guy's wearing a Rolex? <laughs> Right. Okay. So you know, this guy probably knows a little bit about some business. That, that's a business thing. It's yeah. not. It's not a judgmental thing in general because there's a lot. I mean, but it, it's an observation. But right? it's an observation, and, and, it, for and sure. it shows you how you're supposed to approach that person, right? Yes, sir. You see a guy with a Rolex on, you be like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" You're not gonna talk to him like that. You be like, "Hey, sir, how you doing?" Right. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Well, you you and we'll get into. <laughs> you gotta become. Yep. You know, you you have to be flexible enough to. Be, you have to be a chameleon mm -hmm. to be able to match that person. You, that person, whoever that person likes, whoever that person is, you have to become like that, yeah. and you have to become like them. Yep, you know, yep. on on the physiology and people and, like and, people and, that, yeah. that 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 are, are like, like them, them yeah. or, or like they want to be. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, that is your cell superpower. So, it's the icebreaker. Okay. Before you get going, can I ask? Can I can I tell you what I used to think about you when you when uh, when I used to kind of walk by listen to you you know because you guys have your own office and everything now but you <laughs> yeah, know yeah yeah i used to think you know what andy is not as skilled as adrian but he's a machine and he's very consistent but now now over over time i feel like your scales your your sales skills have gone through the roof yeah for gone sure gone through the roof at, at first i thought like okay he's really good because he's a machine i would say he has the edge over me now because and now it's like that. now you're a machine. He has that machine. And you are a freaking now you're a closer. Like yeah, you know sure. what I mean? So what do you think about that's that? what do you that, think about that observation? That's why I think going so so uh go all right. There's just I have a lot to say about this, right? <laughs> I can't wait. You know, so going into uh first off, what I think like my uh sales power is 67 uh, people, let's bring it up to hundred. Like, let's go. I'm I'm relentless. You said it for me. Like I, initially I was real relentless. Like that got me to where I'm at right now because I was relentless. Why? Because even if I was like failing in, in certain, uh, you know, prospects and not closing them, guess what? I learned so much through just the repetition factor that I was calling everybody until I got a yes or no. And then eventually I started to pick up. I'm like, okay, so I ask these questions. It puts them in this position. Now I'm dealing with the same personality on a high, you know, number of times. And I'm like, okay, it's all the same. You know, you just have to, you really just have to, it's it's all psychological to me. So mm -hmm. my, my superpower, definitely relentlessness. And I ask the right questions and I know how to read people. Um, mm. You know, so so that's that's what has definitely got me by. Uh, 77 people, let's go. Let's get to 100. Uh, keep sharing, by the way. And, and, and real quick, 
Somebody said, Pat, Mr. Patrick, Mr. Patrick Dempsey said, from pizza to real estate, my man's a beast. Facts. You were you were What's selling you were selling pizza, bro. Domino's, yes. Bro. yes. What were you doing at Domino's? I was I was work I was working at Domino's like almost right before I got started in real estate. Oh, that's like the worst pizza ever. No, it's not. It's super. Peter bad. Piper all the way. I'm sorry. All right, we're not gonna get into that. All right, so back to closing, guys. What is your so your sales superpower? I'm yeah, sorry, I'm your salesman superpower is you're relentless. Yeah, I'm a machine. Like I'll outwork anybody. I, I need a yes or a no. I'm gonna get a yes or a no. Mm. And then, like you said, initially, like my sales skill, my sales skills were a little edgy. But as I started just like talking to some, by the way, people, this is just from one salesman to another. Yeah, like no, I, said, I, I would agree. Okay, I, I, and now I, you're like a, you're like a, a beast. I would agree. You're a beast. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I mean, guys, it's not going to be perfect from and the I, very I used, beginning. I used to tell like, I tell continue. everyone how much I, I I used to you know I'll tell everyone how much I failed before I got any results. Like now, you know, now what do you think not, of your I'm self skills? Now you're you're a, you're a beast. Uh, truth, I, I think I have it down to science. Like you know, just building, just Adrian and I masterminding and. You know, going into certain stuff that we're working on, like we, I, I genuinely feel like we have it down to a science. It got to the point when we were sharing an office together where we were both cranking out phone calls. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm talking to a seller and I'm like, okay, this is, this, you know, this is not a, not a warm lead. This is a follow-up lead. So I'm getting off the phone. And then I hear Andy on the phone. So I'll turn around and I'll start to listen. And I'll sit back and I'll watch. And I'll That's observe. insane. I'll observe. And it's like, you know, it's like. Um, we definitely I, taught I, each other a lot. Iron, iron sharpens iron. And that's what we were doing for the longest time is we were, you know, he would turn around and watch me close a deal. I would turn around and watch him close a deal. Um, I mean, if you guys if you guys would have followed us way early in time, you know, in our in our careers, Andy was, you know, on Instagram. I'm laying down on a futon in the office, you know, just locking up a deal. And, you know, that goes to show you I'm comfortable in any position. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable if on I'm the, on the bathroom, on the bathroom. I, 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 have, I have videos of where, you know, I'm at home in my underwear before I even came into the office. Closing you know, deals at seven o'clock in the morning. A PPC lead comes in and hey, you know what? Money's calling. So I got to an answer. And I'm, on, yep. I'm, you know, locking up a deal seven, seven a.m. in the morning before I even brush my teeth. So and that's when you know it's like an addiction, you know, when every time my phone rings, I have to look to see if it's money calling. And typically it is because nowadays people don't people understand how valuable our time is. So they don't really like to waste it. And, you know, every once in a while, somebody will come through. But most of the time, it's actually just money calling. And if, if you're not going to answer it, especially now in our mm -hmm, mail campaign, mm -hmm. you should see the office right now. It's, it's insane. It's a feeding frenzy. Yeah. It's, it's a madhouse in there. It's, it's ridiculous. A, it's a madhouse yeah. in there. <laughs> we, we just dropped 110,000 pieces of mail uh, in Arizona. And and um, it, it's it's like the stock it's like the stock market. It's like you're in New York, you know, whatever that stock. What do you call that in the stock oh. market? Um, um, stock trading? Yeah, yeah, what is it called? Wall Street. Wall Street. It's Wall Street. like Wall Street in there right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Everybody's in there just. Yeah, I mean, it is going nuts right now. I love that. I love that. You know, as a salesperson, like I love that. You got prospects calling you now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I didn't get any better than that. And I had I had Ryan. He was like Adrian. He was like, I love this mail. And I was like, why? He said, I'm making so many more offers now. I go, exactly. I go, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, that's what makes an acquisitions uh, an acquisitions guy the money or an yep, acquisition. Making a lot of offers. Making a lot of offers. It's, you know, at this point, it's not even the amount of phone calls. It's the amount of offers you can make. And he's like, man, I've made so many offers in these past Shooting years. a shot. Yeah, shooting your shot. And, uh, and he's just getting better. I yeah. bet he's 87 people, let's go. By the day, as he's practicing and you're making more offers, like, that's really what... I would say put put us over the top and like 
I don't think we'd be able to teach any of what, you know, we're trying to teach people right now if we didn't go through two and a half years of hardcore grinding on the phones. Yeah. Like, guys, I don't need to blow smoke up your up your ass. I can tell you right now, like, these guys have, they, they've, man, they've, uh, how, how do I say this? They, they, they've helped us build our companies. They've contributed, and we would not be where we are. These two companies would not be where they are if it wasn't for these, like, putting sales on their backs. Because again, at first I did it for the first year and a half to two and it was amazing. You know, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Sure. And then I brought Adrian on and I didn't even know he was a sales guy. But what I did see in Adrian was I didn't either. I, I, what I did see in Adrian was he was very social and he can make a lot of people laugh and he was easy to like. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, well, let, let's give this guy a shot because or else I would never even give him a shot. You yeah, know, which is crazy. And I, I told him, like, you know what? Uh, are, are you serious about this? Start coming to the office. Right. And he started, you know, he's my brother-in-law. And um, and he started coming to the office and he kind of just kept coming back. Most people like they'll come a few days and then they'll find some bullshit ass excuse. Oh, I can't today. Oh, this came up. Oh, they called me into work. Bye. You know? Yeah. Good luck. That's why you are where you are. No disrespect. Yeah, but that should not? be a lesson. I don't have time to deal with that kind of shit. You either want it or you don't, right? And you and you show with your actions. If I tell you to come see me, it's like when a lot of people reach out to me, I'm like reflip by Nick Ruiz. And then next time they reach out to me, did you read that book? Oh, I haven't read that book. I'm sorry. Then you know what? Why I'm gonna pour into you. I'm gonna pour my time into you. But if you can't even take if, that if, step. if 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 you are willing to actually do the things that I'm asking you to do. If not, you're wasting my time and you're wasting your time because it's not gonna go anywhere. So there was actually a yeah, question, sure. Jonathan Zavala. Um, he said, What are the top three best salesmen qualities? Right? So it would being a people person would obviously be one of them. Right? Would you agree? A people person is, it, it, you got to be a people person. I mean, what name a name a closer that is not a people person? I'm, I, I can't even think of one. The relentlessness is another one. Re being relentless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 you know what? Okay, we can. I mean, we can. Hey, I'll, I'll give you a couple. Um, being being able to take a no without freaking putting your head between, you know, putting your tail sorry, between. putting your tail between your legs and just walking away and being discouraged for like the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you got to have you got to have the skin of a rhino to be to be a closer. You got to have the skin of a rhino because you're going to get a lot of no's yeah, before sure. you get a yes. So, again, if you don't have the skin of a rhino and you are not willing to to persevere and continue to push and push and push as a sales guy and you're not able to get through all get through 100 no's before you get that one yes, this is not for you. Yep. So keep that in mind as a salesperson. Yeah, and, just and, just walk away if you can't handle any rejection. Guess that's what? Just the truth. Walk away right now. <laughs> walk yeah, walk yeah, right away because you're gonna get rejected a lot. I mean, how many times did you get rejected bef before you found your wife? Um, well, uh, I'm just I'm just joking about that. I just, no, I just, I just want to have a little bit of fun. I the fifth. I just want to have a little <laughs> fun. No, how many, actually, wasn't did, there like two hundred women? She did reject me the first night we met. What? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear this. Yeah, she she rejected me the first night we met. I called her. By the way, your wife is your ultimate close, guys. <laughs> yeah. I called I called my fiance. I mean, people still laugh about it to this day. I think I called her like seventeen times in a matter of twenty four hours. Yeah. Oh I was God. a little bit of a psycho. Yeah, I called. I called. You were hammering but I'm a the closer. phones. I'm a closer. <laughs> follow up. Closers. I had her on Zen call. Calls, I'm man. just joking. Follow up. Follow up. Yeah. yeah so the, the follow up is insane. Yeah, the, the first drip, time I the met. Campaign. The, oh, I hit her with everything. <laughs> yeah. So the first time I met her, uh, it was at a party, and I got her phone number. Um, well, actually, her friend gave me her phone number, and so I was like, "Well, you know, she was cute. I'm gonna wait, call." Wait, 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 wait. Without her consent. It was kind of her consent. Okay. So, uh, so. She took my her friend took my phone 
and went to her and was like, here, put your number in here. And mm. then she brought it back to me. So I was Damn. like, cool, I got a number. Wingman, wingman level Wingman strong. Wingman level strong, yeah. Strong. But, so God, I called God her. bless her. I texted her that. I texted God bless her. That, I texted her that night. <laughs> I was like, hey, where you at? And she was like, oh, we're at another party. I was like, you want to come back here? She said, oh, no, I'm going to go home after this. Okay. So the next morning I text her, hey, how's your morning going? You know, and I followed up with her and then we we're just. Wait, was she like ignoring you a little bit or no? Yeah, she 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 was like, oh, I'm good. And then she would kind of ghost me for a little bit. And finally, the first day I like actually went over to her house to just hang out with her. It was interesting because I was walking up and she was waiting outside for me and a car drove by and some guy like some guy in a car drove by and he stopped. And then she was like, oh, that's my boyfriend right there. And so immediately I jumped into the role. Right. I, and I, wow. I, I jumped into the role. Hey, babe, what's going on? And I started playing like that. And instantly, like, just starting to I had that relationship. Now, now <laughs> she's already calling me her boyfriend. So guess what? I'm yeah. her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm her boyfriend now. And I talk and the guy took off. And then from there, she was just like, it, it was just magic. You know, she was like, oh, man, he's quick on his toes, you know, mm -hmm. which what you have to a be. Quality. Here's a, a closer. Here's a quality right there. You have to be quick on your toes. You got to be quick on your toes. You got to be quick on your toes. You got to be creative. You got to be ready. Like. You got to expect the unexpected, Always. you know, and you got to know how to deal with it and you got to know how to provide solutions. You got to be a problem solver. So we can sit here and give a hundred quality qualities of a closer. We really could, you know, people, person, be quick on your toes, be a problem solver. Be relentless. Be relentless, yep, yep, yep. right? Yeah. The, you know, don't. Skin. Yeah, you, you got to have thick skin. You got to have rhino skin. There's so many qualities that you need to look for in a closer. And that is what's going to separate the great closers from the mediocre yeah. closers is some of these qualities and and the way that they're able to amplify these qualities yeah you know so uh anyway uh go ahead and hear, hearing no hearing no so if you guys for those of you that haven't closed the deals for those of you that have you got you're gonna notice you're gonna hear no several times in the same conversation right so if you the first no is just that's like at a race that's just a shotgun that that's just the gun that goes off okay now it's time that's to work a solid point. once you hear that first no from the seller you know, now it's time to work. Now it's time to, you know, find out why they're saying no. Yeah, because even your guesses, even the people who are your deals, guess what? They're going to say no to a few things before they say yes. So it's like if you take that first no that they give you, then bam, like you just lost that on their business because you weren't able to, you know, take a few more no's to get to that yes and obviously figure hey, out. Hey, by the way, Matt, uh, Matt Beard started following, uh, started following you guys about a month ago. First two deals in escrow last week cool. here in Phoenix. Thank you guys for the amazing content. Awesome, Sick, man. man. Good stuff, dude. Brother, yeah. brother Matt, um, you know what's tough? Like, not a lot of people. We're still not exposed to the world. You know, some folks may think like, wow, you guys are, you know, your brand is so big, but we, ha we've been, we haven't even started to be, you know, to scratch just, the surface. We're just a drop in the ocean. We haven't even started scratching the surface yet. And I cannot wait until we actually are exposed to so many people to, to, to hundreds of thousands of people so we can actually impact and change their lives the way that first and foremost, God changed our lives. And sure. we've been able to actually change other people's lives that actually have given us an opportunity and given us a shot and have come to our events and have watched our content and have heard our podcast and et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on, right? Yep, yep. Because that is like, I mean, we love this. Like we love, we love changing, transforming people's lives. You know, and, and we, we just need to get out there a little more and we're doing our best to try to get out there uh, a little more. So uh, anyway, thank you so much. 
Uh, back to work. Much love, brothers. Thank you, uh, Patrick Dempsey. Much love to you. Okay, so, uh, so anyway, let's go I into... Saw had, I saw we had some questions on here. But but before we get there, okay. um, we talked okay. about opening approach. Every opening approach is different. And let me tell you this. One of the biggest, biggest gems I can tell you when it comes to opening approach is be different. Yeah. yeah. Be different. You got to separate yourself. Be different. You, if this guy talks to 10 people, you want to be the guy that sounds different, mm -hmm. that treats them different that connects with them different, right. be different. Yep. Like your opening approach, you have to separate yourself mm -hmm. from the pack. Back. That is one gem that I can tell you about your opening approach. Next thing, um, confidence. How much does confidence take it's, take 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 a a, a a role a factor into closing a deal? How much how much of that is confidence? All of it. I mean, you know, your seller needs to have a hundred percent confidence that you're their you know you're their person that's going to help them with this, right? They know that you're legit. They know that you know you are the best person that they you know have dealt with, and that you're the front runner. Like you got to make sure every single time. Even if they're like, so if you do get off the phone with them, you don't close them right away. You got to know before you get off the phone that you're that front runner yeah. to be able to buy the property, right? That they're going to remember you. Yeah, exactly. And that comes down to separating yourself. Like you said, if you sound just like everybody else, you sound monotone, then you're not, you know, you're not, you're not going to have that, that and, lift and you're not going to get a ton of deals. And one thing I noticed anytime I was making phone calls, uh, you know, anytime I make phone calls and I, I'm, I'm talking to sellers and building rapport and this and that, um, before you get off the phone, let's say you don't, you're, they're not closed on the first one, on the first, or you haven't even made an offer on the initial phone call. You're still doing your stuff. Um, when they ask me, okay, what was your name again? That's how you know, like you left an impact on them because okay. now they want to know your yep, name. Yep, that's right. You know, because some people you're gonna introduce yourself in the beginning and be like, hi, you know, this is Adrian, and then you're gonna develop that rapport. You're gonna build that rapport, talk about the property, and then some. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes there was times where you know we would just hang up. And I'll be like, okay, I feel like I didn't do something, mm -hmm. right? And then I'd get back on the phone, and then I talk to the next seller, and then at the end of the conversation, they're like, okay, well, what was your name again? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, and I'll, oh yeah, my name is Adrian. Here, go ahead and take my personal number down. I'm here for you any time of the day. Text message, you know. I love it. That's how you know that you're you're doing you're starting to do something right when you get these little hints. Yeah. Those are things that you have to grab grab onto. As an acquisitions manager, as a salesman, you have to grab onto these things. What was your name? It may be in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> That's like a tipping point, right? Yeah. If they if you're in the middle of a conversation and they tell you, "What was your name?" real quick, "What was your name again?" They're like, "Okay, so now you're saying some you're now you're saying some shit that that's sticking to their to their ears." So now you have to be like, oh, okay, hey, my name was Adrian, you know, just, yeah. You know, and I always hit him with a joke or something. Adrian, you know, like the Rocky movie, Adrian, like something like that. You and you know, that's also, already, that's you know already what different. also happens is like, you break down that initial wall, right? They're like, okay, I like this guy. Now I'm ready to talk business. Yeah. Now I'm ready to talk a little bit more about your, you know, the reason you're calling. You're not just every, just like everybody else. You're not your average Joe. You're not yeah. just reaching out to me about something random. You know, you're, you know, you seem like a good person. I'm gonna give you the time of day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the other thing that I was going to talk to you about is one of our freaking junior acquisition guys. I heard him. I was walking by and I heard him say, ma'am, do you remember my name? At the end of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember my name? It's like, yeah, Ryan. Okay. Just to make, yeah, it's Ryan Kelly. You know, it's Ryan Kelly. We call him R. Kelly. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I hope it doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, he, you know, you got a junior acquisition guy. This guy's very talented, by the way. He's asking the seller, do you, do you remember my name? Like, if somebody's asking you, I mean, now the seller, like in subconsciously in the back of their mind, like they're going to remember like, damn, this dude really asked me if yeah, I remember his sure. name, so I'm going to remember his name. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, confidence. I mean, confidence. Does confidence help you control the conversation? Yeah, of course. I mean, if if we didn't have any 
confidence when it comes to closing and walking people through, you know, written offers. So legal documents that they know they have to sign, like they wouldn't sign, you know, it's a hundred percent of the closing, you know, would you agree? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't get to that stage if they, if that confidence, uh, you know, factor is not there. Yeah. I mean, you might land a deal, you know, here and there with someone who's very dumb, but come on in a, in a growing market like Phoenix, Arizona, in a, competitive market. In a growing and, and competitive market, going like up this, against people like you exactly, and going up against like, some of the sharks we have and some of the sharks that you guys are training, that we're training you yeah, know, yeah. On, a, on a consistent basis. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's our guys versus you, you know, get get your game up. And that's one thing that we teach uh, from the get-go is the confidence, man. You can't emphasize how important it is to be confident. You know, confident when you're approaching the phone call, when you're opening up the conversation, confident when you're rebuttaling, you know, to the sellers, confident when you're running your numbers, because that can, that can also, you know, it can also stop the sales process. If you're not even comfortable in the number that you're giving, then how do you expect the seller to be confident in the number that you're giving and confident nope. that you're going to be able to provide everything that you're telling them that you can provide? Plus, don't we always talk about how people want to deal with experts? Exactly. Yeah, for And sure. if you lack confidence, what does that do to the seller? It shows you're a novice. You can, and you can be wrong on your facts, you know? You just got to be confident <laughs> about it. You just got to be confident. You got to be confident like, about it. How many times have we been confident yeah. on, a, uh, on facts that are way off, but because we sound confident... And we have that tonality and we have that approach. They, how, how big they, is a football field? How many? How yeah. big is a football field? How many yards? 100. 120. Is it? Oh, because of two end zones, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's 120? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you said 100. You said 120. Yeah. And okay. you believe me. Not necessarily. Because you said, you oh, because me? of the end zones. The end zones, zones <laughs> they have to be at least 10 yards, right? Okay. So you can, you know, see... You didn't sound confident there. He did. You see, you were I like, said, I said 100. I was sure. I just threw it out right away, you know? Yeah, that was tough. So what if you say we something? We both were confident in Yeah, you guys numbers, both. Yeah, and we both. I can close. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know how long the, the, yeah. the football field is. <laughs> so, so then what if I say, say, uh, what if I'm talking and, and we're going like, you know, yeah, man, like the size of a full field, it's 100 yards. It's 100 yards. Like you have to remember the size of a full field is 100 yards. What am I, what are you, what are, what are you thinking? The football field is 100 yards. You're like, oh my God, it's 100 yards. Like yeah, this guy yeah, is yeah, so yeah. sure. He's either like, like this guy's pretty certain. Like this guy's either dead wrong and he's a damn fool, but I'm just going to go with what he's saying here. Right. I'm just <laughs> like, going to go with what he's saying I mean, here. He, sound, perfect, he sounds right. You're a perfect example because I throw uh, a lot of statistics out there. You throw a lot of statistics out there and we like to call them Carlos statistics. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know where he got them from, but they sound very accurate the way you present them. Statistics show that if you actually work in an office with multiple screens, your productivity level goes up by 42%. Is right. that is that is that confident? Is that certain it's, enough? I mean, do I'm not going to question you about you it. Believe? It sounds I'm very, gonna, it sounds how, many very how many screens do you have? Two. Two? How many screens Two. do you have? Two. Okay. So somebody believed me somewhere at some point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right? Okay. Anyway, let's get back to uh let's get back to controlling the conversation. Uh guys, when we say controlling the conversation, that doesn't mean that you're the guy that's freaking talking 70% of the time. Nope. No, it just means that, you know, if you want to take the conversation left, it's going to go left. If you want to get it back to the middle, it's going to go to the middle. If you want to take it to the right, it's going to go to the right. You are in the steering wheel because of your confidence, right? Yeah. You are controlling the conversation, even though the seller may not know it, even though the seller may not know it. How many, let me ask you, how many times have you had a conversation where you're speaking maybe like 30% of the time just by simply saying, mm. Mm. wow, wow. I, that really? really happened to you. Yeah. I cannot believe that. 
And Holy it just smokes! Keeps, it just keeps yeah. going wow. and going. I'm in control. I'm in control. I'm in control. Tell me you more. About the, 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 I'm in control. Yeah. Right. I'm in control. <laughs> so let's talk about states. Remember, we we on our sales huddle. We talked about states. Okay. And when I what I consider state is like your your state of mind, um, your state of mind, your energy, your emotions, your vibe, your aura. Right. Let's talk about the state. The state that you walk into. You know, in my opinion, in my opinion. Let's take two different closers. Let's say you're having a shitty day. Your girlfriend just dumped you. Yep. Okay. Okay. So Andy, you're way you're 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 a mountain of a man. I, you don't you don't make me look good in pictures. I'm gonna dump you, wow. and you're dumped. <laughs> wow. And then Adrian comes in. And, you know he's Mister uh, Rainbows and Sunshine, and his his wife just made him made him breakfast, and he's just dropped his he's dropped Isaiah his kid off at school. And now his state of mind is is, is good, right? Yep, Who do you yep. think is going to perform better that day? Of course, a Adrian, all day, every day. Why is that? Because his mind is in the right place. You I know, feel like a winner. It's like, and we've seen, and we've seen it. We've seen it where, like, you know, you can give, you know, two different people the same pile of leads, and the one who's more focused, who wants it more, who's really there to hustle and close deals, is going to close all the deals, right? And they could be touching the same pile of leads, but. You know the guy who has his mind together. That's who's gonna. That's who's gonna come. You know who has the edge. They also say that this old, uh, this old saying, and I don't even know who said it. He says, uh, "The man who thinks he can, uh, usually can, and you know, yeah. the, the the and the person who says he can't, you know, usually can't." Right. I don't know if that's the exact saying, but I do clearly remember uh, when I read that. I'm like, oh my god, that is so simple, but yet so true. Yeah, you were you know? confident when you were saying it. Exactly. So, oh, so you're gonna you're gonna believe it. I'm gonna believe yeah. it. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So, uh, so state of the state of mind. So remember guys, when you're on the phone or you are in person, leave your baggage at either the door or leave your baggage in the car. I don't care where, I don't care where, what you're going through. If you want to close these deals, you need to be, uh, operating at the highest state possible yeah, uh, mentally sure. and, 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 and emotionally, you, you got to be operating at the highest you know state possible. A good example of that. We all watch professional sports, right? And how many times have you seen that, that athlete, that maybe just lost their father or they just lost a loved one or something. And then they look come at Michael out Jordan and they come out. Michael Jordan quit basketball. He had just he had just did a three peat. He had just uh, won uh, uh, back to back to back championships, lost his dad, quit basketball because he his state of mind just wasn't there yeah. to compete at that level, went to play uh, uh, baseball. baseball for for two years. And then now and then when he, you know, when he gathered himself up and his state of mind was back to being, you know, the greatest basketball of all time, yep. came back and won and won what? Back, back to, to back, back to back. Yeah. And more a more recent example, uh Nipsey Hussle passed away, right? And that same the I would think it was the same night or the very next day, um, Westbrook went went off, remember? He went off on his game. It was like 20, 20, 20, you know, 20 points, 20 assists, 20 rebounds. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook went off. And that's that that shows the state, right? He could have easily just been like, "Man, I just lost a friend. You know, I don't even feel like playing today." But he's like, "I'm, I'm going to do this for him." Yeah, this is for him. That's that's a state that you have to be in. That's a closure state. Yep. Yeah. You know, he put himself in that position before it even happened. He knew it was going to happen. He's like, "You know what? I, I need to go off tonight." Yeah. In our case, like, you know what? I have no choice. I got to close this shit. I got I to get, get my money today. But do you see that? Do you see how like you have the you have the choice? You have the, uh, on a mindset, right? You have the choice to produce whatever thoughts. To whatever thoughts and whatever route you want to take, right? Okay, your girlfriend just dumped you. You know what? I'm gonna make a whole lot more money, and she's gonna, and then I'm gonna go buy a freaking BMW and watch how she feels about that. Mm. 
You see? Yep. Or I'll be like, oh, I'm down. I'm not going to close any more deals. My girlfriend just dumped me. Yep. You know? And then, so you got, actually, the, the, the choice is yours. The state of mind is whatever state of mind you want to put yourself in that day. Yeah. So the choice is yours. You can either say, oh, my girlfriend just dumped me. And I'm done. I'm not going to be, I'm not feeling very well today. I have, you know, uh, my heart is broken. I'm crushed. Or you can say, oh, I'm going to show her what she's missing out on. Mm. I'm going to close these deals mm. and I'm going to live the best life. I'm going to live yep. my best life, mm. you know? Yeah, guys, you really, you really create your results uh, in, in sales. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a world where you got to perform or you don't eat. Like, you know, you got to put people in positions that are ready for that, right? You know, people that know coming into this, like it's, it's, you know, what I eat and what I take home is, you know, that's contingent upon what I do and the value that I pour into myself. And then obviously my results. Love so. it. Love it. Okay. Let's keep, cause we got, we got about eight to 10 minutes. So let's keep going down uh, in about eight to 10 minutes. We're going to take a, a five minutes worth of Q and A's uh, physiology. We spoke about, we, we talk about physiology all the time, right? Um, the way you see the way I'm, I'm sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. The way I'm sitting down, I'm certain, you know, my posture's good. The way I walk, the way I talk, the way I, 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 I shake a hand, you know, the way I smile, the way I, the, the, the energy that comes out from me, physiology has a lot, a lot to do with it, whether it's in person or on the phone. Right. Your physiology is going to determine a lot of your results. Mm -hmm. So you got to take that into consideration. Which, which is why a lot of our guys at the office stand up when they get up, when they when they have a phone call. They stand right? up, they, they stand walk around, they feel good. Right? Motion, cre motion yeah. creates emotion, exactly. right? So your physiology, you see, like a lot of folks may think like, these guys are out of the damn man. mind. What are they talking about? <laughs> what are they talking about? Yep. Your state and your physiology and, and, and your tonality. And uh, guys, we've closed a few hundred deals here. Yeah. Like we know what we're saying. Yeah. We know yeah, what it sure. takes. It, it, it's an art. It's a science. You know, it's a, it's a calculus calculated formula it's a calculated strategy so different you know, situations different people same formula every time every yeah. time you know yeah. it starts with the intro you have a product you pitch the product you you obviously build report and you close them and then there's a the close and then there's a the you know the what is the lay down the, the, the cool down session yeah the cool, the cool down right? you just cool them down get them ready for the deal but yeah. love the, it the reconfirmation yep. of everything that that you did just present them with that pitch that you just did present them with is all going to be taken care of and it's going to be so much easier for the seller or you know for the buyer whatever it is that's happening their life is going to be so much better by choosing you to do whatever it is you do and in 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 real estate it's you're so much it, they're in so much better hands and their life is going to be so much easier by yep. accepting an offer from me as opposed to the next guy you know and in car sales i mean their life is going to be so much better because they just bought this car and now they don't have to worry about you know, how they're going to get to work and how they're going to take the family to school and et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of these folks, guys, you know, we're, we're in the problem. We're, we're, I'm sorry. We're in the industry of serving people. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. of course. 100%. That's another thing. One of the qualities, right? They were like, Hey, what's an, well, the quality is first and foremost, you can't be a POS. Like you genuinely you really can have to care. You genuinely have to solve problems. You genuinely have to really, you know, take this person by the hand and guide them through this problem or this situation or these circumstances. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, if they don't feel that you're a good person, then come on, they're not. It's a turn off. You're done. You're you're done. It's like you're done. That's what, moving on to the next that's guy. That's what gives sales salesmen that like rap even, that oh, we got. Even, even as like even as people we hire, like if you don't get a good aura from them that they're good people, guess what? They're not hired. They might, they, you know, they might have answered your, all, all the interview questions at a high level and told you what you wanted to hear. But, you know, if you feel like there's something wrong internally, you know. It, 
they you know that gut feeling right they say yeah, our gut sure. they say our gut is our second brain mm -hmm. so if if you have if, if the seller has is a that gut a fact, by the way i you know what that's that's it a, is that's, it, it is it's, it's, it is it it's yeah, it's an it's argument it's it's like the flat earth you know argument but yeah, yeah. i really do think our gut is our second brain i really do think and, and you know what and you know what if a, if a, if a seller <laughs> if a prospect has a gut feeling that you are the wrong person to do business with more than likely they're not going to do they're not going to do business with you now if the seller or the prospect has a gut feeling that you are the person that's yep. going to take them to the promised land, guess who's going to close that deal? You are. It's clear, yeah. Over yeah. every other company. But let's let's they're not going to come out and tell you, "Oh yeah, I have a good feeling about you. I think I'm going to go with you." You have to extract that. But from but they'll them. give you they'll give you some hints. Exactly. You have they'll to They'll give you some hints like, "I just went on my first uh, seller appointment and God knows how long with that. with Ryan Brunson, one of our uh, one of our uh, acquisition managers. Not that I had to, but I wanted to, because I'm still willing to roll up my sleeves and get in the trenches. You know, Hell yeah. first and foremost, if, once a sales, sales fun, once a salesman, man. always like, a salesman, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, sales is fun, right? So uh, I said, let's go, Ryan. And I get there, and the guys the guys coming out, the guys coming out, and guess what he had on his neck from Rocky Point? What do you have as necklaces? Show. Like shells and, yeah. and you know, like like shells, necklaces, right? Yeah. And the, what is the first thing and that I point out? Builder. Yeah. Oh wow, you got the so you were because you know, he owns condos down in Rocky Point, etc. Sold at Rocky Point. <laughs> you know, and so yeah, so I start talking about Rocky Point right there and then, and when we start talking about his daughter, uh, and then we start talking about uh, his ex-wife, and then we start talking about his fifty, his his, his Shelby uh, that he has in Scottsdale uh, at a garage, and then we start talking about my car, and then I let him in my car, and then today he's gonna come drive my car. I mean, me and James are best friends. And you know what he said? He 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 literally, you know, he he touched me a few times, like, you know, you know, if what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm not touching you. him. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. touching me now, right? He's touching me. And 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 guys, this is not in a sexual way by any means. It's just like this guy really likes me. And it, and then guess what he says? Wow, you and Ryan are you and Ryan are really stand up guys. I like you guys. So yeah, sometimes you are going to get some hints from the seller. Right. That they love you and they want to do business with you. They want to move forward with you. Yeah, for sure. For so sure. let's talk about certain certainties. I want to talk about the two certainties that are always, always, always involved in sales. But before we do that, I want to get some. I want to get some hearts and I want to get some some love and I want people to throw up a fire sign. If you want us to get into more um, more content, and this is about the two certainties that you can always count on when it comes to sales. Throw some, throw some, throw some fires out there. Some, throw my little, throw the little fire emoji for you. Um, for you, uh, uh, Android users. I, I don't know how you're gonna throw a fire don't, emoji. Don't throw out there. anything on there. <laughs> if you're an Android user, uh, throw, throw whatever you can. You know, throw whatever you can. Just kidding. And if you have, the, the if you have a flip phone, throw, uh, throw a number one. If you have a flip person, phone, throw a number one. The only person that I know that was closing deals on an Android was Elijah Rubin. That those are facts. Those are facts. Those are facts. That's facts. Yeah, those are facts. <laughs> All right, let's throw some fire. Let's throw some fire out there. Here comes the fire. Here comes the fire. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. We got the hearts. We got the smiley face faces. We got the um. You know, we got the uh. What is that? A thumbs up. Isaac Solis has an. Uh, he has a flip phone, so he threw a one. A Shout out to Isaac Solis <laughs> for, the, for the flip phone, staying off the grid. Yeah. Much love. Sick. All right, so if you want us to get to the two certainties of closing, and these certainties are always, always, always part of the process. Warner with the ones. I see you with the flip phone, Warner. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a there's a mob of Androids in here, right? Is this no, no, those are flip phones. Oh, Brittany, okay. I see you with the flip phone. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, okay, okay. One, two one, certainties, one. guys. Jesus, guys. Guys, 
All right. The two certainties that you can always count on when it comes to sales is one is logical, which the seller is asking himself or herself, does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. And then the other certainty is the emotional certainty, right? The, the emotional certainty, which how do I feel about this transaction or this person? So those are the two certainties that you can always count on when it comes to sales. Is that correct? Yes. 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 And what do you guys have to say about logical and emotional certainty? I'll go with you first, and then I'll go with the wolf of closing here. Wolf of closing. Wolf of closing. Let's go at wolf of closing. At wolf so of closing. at born closer, what do you have to say about the two certainties, logical and emotional? So I'll, I'll hit on the logical one, right? Because everybody's going to think, like, I'm the emotional one, and he's the logical one. So we'll switch it up on him. So logical, right? You have to be confident in making the seller understand why this process is taking place, why you're making the offer that you're making and how it's going to affect their lives. Right. So this is what you're going to do. I'm going to offer you this much money for your property. It's going to take away. It's going to take this much time and I'm going to have money back in your pocket within this time frame. Now, keep in mind, you know, uh, you have to explain all of the services that you're doing. Right. You're going to have to explain that you're buying the property as is that you're you're not charging them any closing costs. These are all logical reasons why they should accept your offer. Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay, so that's how you have to trigger the the logical decision making because it you know you're going to get these people and a lot of the red personalities are like this you know you have to hit them with these logical facts whether they be um fabricated facts or real facts i mean you have to hit them with logical no, logical numbers that or or ideas or um problem solving that that's going to allow them to feel confident that this is the right decision for them and this is what it's going to happen and i know that as soon as i make this decision Mm, everything mm, is going to be okay let's go logical and emotional um uh uh certainties so on the emotional end guys you know there's so much us as investors we do so many deals we go through so many transactions it can be routine for us right and the moment that you like detach, you know, the emotion factor when you're working with your sellers, that's going to really hurt you because I can't tell you how many deals I've done personally just based off of built report and emotions with people Boom. because they knew uh, in the back of their mind that even if I wasn't the best price that I had their best interest in mind what as you, opposed to somebody who they couldn't trust. Right? What do you think is more powerful, logical certainty or emotional certainty? Emotional, emotional. emotional. You guys hear that? Do you guys hear that? Emotional by far emotional certainty holds more ground than the logical certainty uh, when it comes down to any cell. And like and like so, for example, for example, and this is like in a sense how I used it uh, the other day. Uh, I was training one of our team members and I had this phone call and uh, uh, I'm talking to a a lady uh, and her her brother left her the property. He passed away. She inherited this place and the property has been in the family for about 25 years. And she's telling me, you know, she loves this property and she's just super, super emotionally vested into it. Uh, so I take it a step further and, and I ask her, so, you know, what, what's your ideal situation at it? She's like, you know, if it were up to me and I didn't need the money, I wouldn't even, you know, I, I wouldn't sell. But I just I just love this house so much. It's something that I need to do. I'm like, and what do you think your brother would want if he was here? Ooh. And she's mm. like, well, I mean, he wouldn't want it sitting here like this. That's for sure. So you're hitting right And there, I'm like, you're, you're hitting, hitting, I'm hitting with one stone. Yeah, I'm hitting emotional the emotional and I'm logical. Hitting, I'm in the emotion. I'm like, what would, what would he what would he want? And she yeah. and she's like, well, you know, he wouldn't want it sitting like this. Uh, that's for sure. So I, I tell it. her, hey, look, you know, we're, we're in the business 
of bringing value not just to you but to this community also we don't want this property to stay vacant we want to make it nice and beautiful and 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 really just beautiful for a family to come in and use it for the rest of its years right let new people create new memories in a place that your brother loves so much painting a picture bam and Love i painted it. and then she's like you know what you're you're right you know and and this one i think we're, we're I, we just spoke to her yesterday and we're expecting a contract back today That's she's cool. an elder she's an older woman so she can't she she she's not in front of a computer very often but she told me as soon as she gets there she will sign it let's go so, okay so do you guys see do you guys see how that um like how the emotion just ties in so much into every deal right right and, and Go uh, and I'll go into an example for logical, right? Um, using using credibility when when you're when you're pitching a seller uh, on a price, you know I've had several sellers take less money with our company than the next company because logically it makes sense. We have a website. We have done over forty to fifty deals. We have um, an forty to fifty deals a month. Oh, I'm like, um, a, a month. So we we, <laughs> I don't we, think we would be here. We, <laughs> we have these things, and I and I presented them with that. Hey, look, I know this other company is offering you this much money, but I mean, where's their office at? You know, do they have an office, or is this something that they're doing out of the back of their house? You know, and I <laughs> or hit, in the garage or in the garage. <laughs> and and I tell them, I was like, look, if if it makes any sense for you, you're more than welcome to come to our office, and we can sign we can sign the purchase agreement here. Right. So now logically they're like, oh, this company, they're in business. They've been in business for a while. They have some they have cert there's certainty there, right? Yeah. Logical certainty that this company knows what they're doing because they have a building, they have a website, they do multiple deals. Let me say this, man. And by the way, um, you know, much much love and respect to all the um all our, our Apple uh, iTunes uh listeners out there. Because I know that a lot of you are actually going to, you know, whenever you're taking a long drive, you're gonna put this in there. Yep. I, I, I want to first and foremost commend you guys before we get to the next part. We're almost done. Guys, if I was starting, like if I was in a, uh, if I was just starting in real estate or if I was having a tough time, like closing deals, man, I, I got to commend you guys. Like, I don't think you guys realize the freaking value. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. You guys, I mean, this is a really good podcast right now. This is, someone's going to, someone's going to listen to this podcast or watch this podcast and yeah. and they're gonna close a freaking deal yeah because this is straight fire like you can you can take a guy that that is not very good at closing have him listen to this podcast or, or watch this podcast this guy's gonna learn one two three four or five things and he's gonna run with it and he's gonna close a deal and then he's gonna close many deals after that you know that's one, all one that's tactic. all that's how strong this yeah that's yeah. how strong this this episode is right now I'm, would you guys agree guys it's, it, it all comes down to like gaining one tactic so looking back through our previous podcast i mean we've we've shared a lot of what we do and it's like you know on each it's not about learning or studying every single thing that we say but pick up that one thing that strikes for you and implement it in what you're doing right away and again guys it works for us in a very aggressive market so yeah. you know it should work for you guys anyway. so if, if you're putting up the phone calls and you're making constant phone calls and you're going at it day in and day out and maybe it's just a lack of confidence that's not causing you to lock up more deals well hold on we're gonna get there we're gonna get there um limiting beliefs right that's a huge huge barrier for closers limiting beliefs they don't have the confidence they uh you know maybe their upbringing um maybe maybe their current situation yep. you know limiting beliefs the sooner the sooner that people can actually get rid of these limiting beliefs the sooner they're going to start progressing and succeeding 
and the sooner they're going to start closing deals. They got it. You got to get rid of that's baggage. You got to get rid of limiting beliefs as soon as possible. Would you guys agree? Yes, yeah, for 100%. sure. Okay. One one more thing that I do want to say is, guys, look. I know that Sal, myself, and uh, and Alex, we speak at these different events, and you know we're keynote speakers, and we'll drop an hour there and stuff like that. Look, we don't. I want you guys to not confuse those little events that we like not 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 i'm not calling those little events but those one hour events for you know we got an event it's called uh it's called momentum right it's called yeah, momentum baby. we got this event november 1st and 2nd well we it's, it's it's a mastermind it's not an event i'm sorry it's a mastermind where we teach you how to actually do this like build a company have sales directors have acquisition managers build it the right way hire the right people put them in the right seats that is what we do at Momentum. So keep that in mind. No, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, I'm, by the way, shout out to uh, you know Q Flores and shout out to uh, to T Rob and and you know and, and and Chris, you know these other events that you know and the Tab Retreat. When we go over there, and we, we we give an hour, hour and a half max of you know of a speaking uh, of a speaking block. Like we're not we're not showing people how to do this, how to build this. So Momentum November 1st and 2nd, that is what it's all about, is putting the the people, the systems, the processes, scaling your company, you know, actually building a business, not chasing freaking deals on, by yourself every single day, scaling, growing. You know, that is what Momentum is all about. So that's November 1st and 2nd. Now, limiting beliefs. How did you guys get rid of your limiting beliefs? Um, I mean, close actually it wasn't even closing my first deal uh losing my first deal is how i got rid of my limiting beliefs losing your first wow. deal limit losing my first tell deal. us a little bit about that please because i i it was a deal that we had in vegas that i was working we were working virtually um we we're working virtually and i think i have uh, i i've been i had been talking to the seller there was a lot going on you know the seller i had we sent them the purchase agreement via DocuSign. They were opening it they weren't signing it you know i was just back and forth back and forth for a week straight talking to the seller trying to convince them of why they should go with us instead of another company um and you know i was at the time i was in church i was leaving church because they were calling me during church like i was doing everything possible everything possible except for one thing and taking the initiative and just going driving taking the four hour drive to, to las vegas to get it signed up because i know had i showed up there in person it, it was a done deal. How much was that spread? And it was, it was, we already had a buyer lined up for it, 30 grand. We already had a buyer lined up for it, $30,000. We had a buyer lined up and all we were waiting for is, was the signature uh, on the DocuSign. So what was your limiting belief that you, you failed to get in your car and drive to Vegas at that time? So my limiting belief was like, at the time, I thought I was doing something wrong. And I was like, man, there's something that I'm, I'm, I'm doing wrong personally, like, the way I'm talking to him or something that I, I'm really not good at this. Okay. That was my limiting belief. Do you have any limiting beliefs now? No, none whatsoever. Thank God. Yeah. And so I had that. I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I can't do it virtually. And it turns out, you know, Sal actually had a conversation with me and he was like, you know what? You impressed me. You did everything. And we, we didn't even, all three of us combined, didn't even come up with the idea of just driving out there. You know, um, I remember me and you were in Home Depot for something, I think looking at um, material for a flip that you had. Okay. And I was talking to Sal on the phone, and that's when Sal offered me the position, the full-time position with okay. you guys. Yeah. And he said, you know, he told me that that was getting rid of my limiting beliefs. He told me, he was like, hey, you did everything that you could, and you you were persistent with this deal, and you did everything possible. You overcame every objective, you know, and, and you 
got the seller to the point where they were ready to sign. And, you know, I just, it was, it was just a matter of me physically being there that could have, that had to push them over the edge because somebody did come by and signed them up in person. And they were already signed with you. And they're already signed with me. And they probably didn't put half as work as that, that I did into it. So, so, so just a quick tip before I get into answering my part of that. Yeah. Yeah, You got to identify. I mean, even if, you know, we're in the business where we, if it's up to us, everyone would be a virtual deal. Everyone would sign our contracts right then and there, but it doesn't always work that way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you feel like someone needs to go and be locked up right then and there, you got to go above and beyond in your position, whether that be posting on Instagram, finding a boots on the ground to go do it for you, or whether it be something a little more extreme like driving there, you know, or or, or flying out to get this. Don't thing. just sit there and die. Yeah. Don't just, Don't sit, just there. sit there and bleed out. Yeah. Which, again, we that's not at all the way we handle things anymore. No, so, of course so not. It's like, and we learned this. Um, now, touching base on, like, yeah, I think when I overcame just, like, limiting beliefs that I had in myself was, um, and no offense to anybody in Kansas City, but, you know, that market, anybody, you know, a kid could close a deal there. Uh, <laughs> you know, this was the Kansas, Kansas City, City, Missouri, or Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas? Kansas City, Kansas. Okay. Um, this is where, this is, or excuse me, uh, I think it might have been Missouri. But regardless, it was a small market. It was a small market, and we were just getting started. Uh, it was our first direct mail campaign, and, and our thought process was, you know, we just land a whole bunch of, you know, we just we just land a whole bunch of small 10, 15K deals in a different market. So we figured that was going to be our approach. Um, automatically, before this, I had not been really closing. But, you know, I started getting a whole bunch of phone calls from this first direct mail campaign. And I get seven or eight contracts the first day that they uh, that they uh, that they uh, that they, they start drop. dropping yeah. the first day that they dropped. Yeah. I, I had like seven or eight contracts or something crazy like that, mm-hmm. which maybe of those maybe like four or five closed average deal size like three grand you know wow yeah exactly you but probably weren't there for too long yeah uh, not in that market no we got right? out right that was our that was our, our first only and campaign, last but, first but, and last but where where like i the, i relieved that belief of myself was you know when i did close all those people i liked the way it felt and i was like i can do this i'm like i know that i can do this exactly where we're at right now like it's the same thing i just have to convince people i have to let them know more, what we're doing and i have to sound good on the phones like that was like my thought process. So okay, so after well, that, definitely uh, guys, li- limiting beliefs, get rid of them, get rid of them. Okay, now this is the last part before we close out, because we've been at it for a minute, uh, for for an hour and uh, 15, 14 minutes. Delivery of offer, okay, delivery of offer. In my opinion, what I used to do is I used to uh, always, you know, more. Uh, concentrate on, you know, I would always, first and foremost, anytime I made the offer, I would follow up with value, you know, always follow up with value, reminding them, you know, what's coming with it, what this offer includes. You know, yeah, we take care of your closing costs. We close in so many days. You know, we, we, um, we, we take the property as this condition. Keep in mind, we're going to help you do this and we're going to take that and blah. We paint the picture and, you know, whatever, right? So, delivery of offer. How do you guys deliver your offers? So, uh, the way it looks, and by this point, We've already built enough report. You know, I've got common ground. They like me. They're interested in hearing what our proposal is. They like you and you like them. Exactly, exactly. And and it's not something that's scripted, although, you know, it's not scripted. It sounds very similar every time that you throw it out there, right? It's pretty much just repetitive. You gotta, you gotta, you know, kind of bring it down and find it's a way part of the, that it's, you feel it's, comfortable. It's, it's a sales process. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which uh essentially you let them know, bam, what the service or reason that they should go with you give them your number and then follow it up by silence. At least that that's what works for me. And the way it looks is something like, 
So, Carlos, you know, I know what your needs are. You know, just based off the, all, all the information that you've given me, I know that I can close in seven to 10 days like you need. I address that need. I, uh, I can also pay all the closing and title fees. And I know the property needs some work, so you're not going to have to do anything at all. We're buying it as is. But just ballpark, I'm doing my homework here. I know I'd be anywhere in the 100 to 120 range. Is that something that's going to work for you? Bam, just like that. Oh, okay. and at least as that, a matter of fact, that that actually might work for me. So that's something that, that works for you. Great. Let's see what we can do about getting a little more information to be able to submit a final offer. Again, right now, we're just talking. We're just doing our homework. It sounds like you're doing your homework. I'm doing the same thing. You know, so in order for us to be able to make you, you know, a firm offer, I guess some of the further information I would need to know is, you know, closing wise, if we could get this done for you. And again, assuming the written offer makes sense, my partner's on board. You know, your family's on board. Is this something we could do right away? Absolutely. Great. So here's what I'm going to do at this can you point. Also, can you also take my child uh, to school this morning, please? Yeah, of course. <laughs> can I drive your Wraith? <laughs> I like you. You close me. Yeah. Bam, just like that. Yeah. You know, and, 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 it, and it, gets, it gets to the point where just actually uh, follow, follow that up. You know, what I do is, okay, so it sounds like you're willing to work with us. Once they, they tell me that, they, you know, our price sounds good. It sounds like you're willing to work with us. My partner's in the office right next door. Give me a second. I'm going to place you on hold for 30 seconds to a minute. I'm going to confirm, make sure that it's okay. And then we're going to go ahead and open up your email up together. Boom. Bam, just like that. And that's with an offer range, right? And so, exactly. And you have to, you have to determine, uh, as, as an acquisition, you have to determine when to give an offer and when to give an offer range, right? So if they're in a position to where they have access to their email and you, they can open it right then and there, you know, they're at home at the comfort of their home in front of a computer, you know, it, it sounds a little something like this. So I would hit them basically the same way you would, but I would put everything in front because anytime I make an offer, when I make my offer, I, it's followed by silence, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell them, hey, look, um, considering we're taking care of the closing costs, you're not going to have to pay any of the let's closing say, costs. Let's just say the seller's name is Bill. Okay, hey, Bill, you know, we're taking care of the closing costs. Keep in mind. Oh, by the way, Bill needs to move uh, Bill needs to move to Denver because um, uh, his 18-year-old uh, his daughter is going to college out there. Great. Hey, Bill, so I know you want to go to Denver and you want to be there. You want to be there before freshman orientation to help your daughter move into the move into the dorms. Right. So I, I definitely want to help you out with that. So what we're going to do is we're going to buy the property as is. So what that means is you're not going to have to lift a single paintbrush. You're not going to have to drop a single diamond to the property. You know, even when you leave, you don't even have to vacuum. I'm going to take care of that for you. Also, we're going to have this done in a time frame that works for you. I told you I was going to get you out to Colorado before freshman orientation. And that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Remember, there's no fees. So you're not, there's what I'm offering you now is a net offer. This is what you're going to go to the bank with minus any mortgage. Right. And we do do this through a title company to protect you as a seller and me as a buyer. It's not some backdoor, you know, I drop a duffel bag full of money off to your house and you just give me the title or the deed over. And then we both part ways. It's nothing like that. Does that sound like it? Does this sound like a plan? And then what he's going to say, yeah, that sounds good. Great. Okay. Well, all that aside, you know, this is what we can do for the property. Uh, $133,000, $133,300 is what I'm going to offer you today. Sounds good, Adrian. Um, let's do it. Great. Are you in front of your computer? As a matter of fact, I am. I'm at home. Great, great. Okay, do me a favor. Go ahead and open up your email. I'm actually sending you the purchase agreement right now. Um, so we can get this started today because we're wasting time. You need to get to Colorado before the freshman orientation, and that's only a couple weeks away. So let's go ahead and open this up. I'm going to go over it with you. I'm going to go line by line to, to let you know what you're getting yourself into, what we're getting into, and we both agree. And if any questions arise, 
then we can address them right then and there. Does that sound good? Actually, I mean, I think that's all I need, to be honest He's with you. He's on the money. Okay. Yeah. On the money right I mean, there. Uh, beautiful. All right. <laughs> and and, and so, I'm sorry, Bill. I know I know you were hoping this was going to be a little bit more difficult than it really is, but um, some, that's not what the, we're, we're in the business to do. Ooh. We like to make this very convenient for you, and I hope that's okay with you. Absolutely it is. Great. I okay. appreciate you. So, guys, um, we're going to take about two to three minutes worth of, uh, you know, worth of uh, Q&As. So, please, if you have any questions... Let's do it right now because we're going to do about two to three minutes. Uh, by the way, uh, Ron Garrett, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for watching, and thank you so much for uh, the compliment. Two to three minutes. Two to three minutes of Q&As. Let's bring them in. Let's bring them in before we tune out. Let's go. Let's get Salesforce, let's out. Go, let's go. Any questions for us, guys? Uh, it could Salesforce. Be, it, could be, it could be a situation, scenario that you're dealing with right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, Please. yeah. Please. Let know, us know any rebuttals that you come across frequently. How can we help you today? today. How can, How can we help you today? How can we help you today? I want somebody. Come on, I'm taking the first three questions. Let's go. Antonio Brown. Is that the real When seller says your offer is too low. Antoine Brown. Oh, and. When seller says your offer is too low. When the seller says your offer is too low. Um, so, you know, we are we are offering, you know, significantly discounted offers to these sellers, right? And you have to be able to present your offer to bounce back as soon as it does. You know, if you're on the phone with the seller, and you're presenting your offer, guess what? You haven't seen the property yet. So this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna hit them with the offer and they're gonna be like, oh no, that's too low. Okay, that's too low. Say, okay, great. Well, you know what? I understand. What is it that we, where do we have to be to, to make you happy? I know, I know it's not what you're really looking for. This is what I'm presenting to you based off of just the information that you're telling me. So where do we need to be to make something happen today? And then they're going to tell you, oh, well, I need to be closer to this number or this number. Okay, well, great. Hey, let's do this. Um, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to go to bat for you and see if I can talk to my partner, twist his arm a little bit, see if we can come up on the price. You know, all I would need to, at this point, all it would come down to is the actual condition of the property. You know, can I, can you send me over some pictures? Maybe I can go to work for you and see if I can squeeze, squeeze them to come up a little bit on the price and get closer to yours. Now, if they tell you, if they tell you a number, whose team are you on? Are you on? Are you on the company's team? Or are you on the seller? I'm side? on the seller side. Seller's it's side. me and the seller versus versus the decision maker. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, and so they're gonna hit you back with a number and be like, "Hey, you know what? I offered him 130,000. He declined it. He said that's too low. He wants to be at 160,000. Hey, uh, I, I completely understand. And you know, realistically, I, I would love to give you exactly what you're looking for. Um, but it's just not something I'm going to be able to do, right? And now check my tone because now I'm I'm talking serious. You know, it's the tonality. Tonality. You know, the tonality is key. So, and I know this isn't something that you're looking for, but 160,000 is probably not going to be something we're going to do. Is that the absolute best number you can do for me? And let me say this: I, I like what you just said. Um, I would say something like, you know, um, is that like you said? Is that the absolute best that you can do for me? You know, and then. Uh, and then you can follow up immediately with like, you know, I know there's silence involved, but you can say something like, keep in mind, like, I want to make this happen. And I know you want to make this happen. And it's just a matter of both of us getting on the same page and moving forward and making this happen. Yeah. So you can always, you know, you can, you can, you can attack this thing in so many different ways. It's, so about, different it's ways. about being smooth. So, you know, I make an offer to somebody and, and they don't like my initial offer. Well, hey, Mr. Seller, look, luckily I haven't seen the inside of your property, right? That's what really any final offer comes down to. So you know, we're not greedy people. If we can make a deal happen for you, we absolutely will. You know, we don't have we don't have any any clients if we can't give people what they want. Right. Would you agree? 
Absolutely. Well, yeah, bam. So they agree with me. They're like, yeah, you're right. You know, you wouldn't have clients. So now they're open minded to doing business with me. And what happens after you make your offer is like they're just much more open to giving you their price because they feel like you lost their leverage. So you ask for that price and they're going to tell me. So, you know, Andy, 100, 120 is, is definitely too low for me. You know, I would I would need to be higher. So you hit them with the you hit them already with the price. Anchor. Yeah, I hit, because I hit somebody asked anchor. when you use the price anchor. Um, you use the price anchor anytime that the, uh, the the prospect or the seller doesn't want to give you a number. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you would hit them with the price anchor, because the worst thing that's going to happen is when you hit them with that price anchor, they're going to say, you know what? That number doesn't work for me. Whoa, 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 Mr. Seller, you you wanted a number from me. I, I, I asked you several times that, you know, I, I was trying to get a number from you. I get it. Our number doesn't work for you. Which one does? Mm-hmm. That is what the price anchor, the price anchor gets things moving yeah, and, and that's se- what price there, anchors there's are there's several ways you can you, you can uh give a price anchor right mm-hmm. uh something as simple as hey you know and we purchased a couple properties in this neighborhood and we're paying anywhere between 80 to 100 thousand dollars for a property in this area you know and then he's gonna instantly you're gonna get a reaction out of the seller like oh no i can't take that much hey i understand i'm not offering you that much you know i'm just telling you what we're paying in the area for a property kind of like this but now you saying your property has a little bit of work done to it, correct? And they say, yes. Okay. And then you want to start to get them into that yes pattern. And you do want to sell this property. Yes. And, right? and you like want it. this to be as simple as possible, right? Yes. Boom. Okay. So where do we have to be? Just a rough ballpark number to, to make this. I won't a, hold a, it against you. I won't, I won't hold, hold it against you. Just yeah, so that's, that's key right there. When you yeah. say, I won't hold it against you, they really think you're not going to hold it against them. Yep. Even when you're getting the, the estimated repair costs, hey, I know you're not a contractor. I will not hold this against you. Just give me an idea of what we're working with here. Yeah. Yep, right? Yep. There's so many different ways. And you see the tonality. It changes. It changes. It changes. The speed changes. You know, I I, I fast forward. I slow it down. Mm-hmm. Right? So many different uh, things to, to get it done. So we have, this this we is have, a very important question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have a seller. Yeah, that's the one I want to He make. went dark on him, right? This happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Sellers go dark. Now, it sucks this situation sucks when a seller goes dark on you before you actually have an agreement signed, right? Um, I have a seller. We almost agreed on a price. I was at 140 and he was at 147. We left on talk. We left on talking again last Friday, but he hasn't answered his phone uh, since. I've called him, texted him every day, left voicemails, um, and emailed him, but no luck. I'm like, I'm like a, I'm like an angry ex girlfriend. What should I do? Wait, that's so not Warner, in there. Okay. Warner, I think the first question you got to ask yourself: Have have you gone above and beyond for this deal? And to be able to try to lock this prospect in. So one, if he's local, have you showed up? You know, have you showed? You just up happened to, to be in the area, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Have you showed up and try to present your offer and see why he's not answering your phone calls, right? And then secondly, you know, have you skip traced this person? Have you tried to get a hold of him through other numbers? Well, let me say this, right? You know, when you show up, when you show up, like yeah. you either just happen to be in the area or you're just concerned because you know, like we hey, were, we were so we were so we were close on we making were, something. No, happen. like I was just yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really I was just really concerned yeah. to see like if anything was wrong with you because you know I, I w- I've been trying to get a hold of you for the last you see how yeah. <laughs> yeah. what are they gonna say no you're not trying to get a hold of me you're just trying to come you know you're just trying to lock up this deal they're not gonna say that yeah yeah, yeah. exactly exactly so, continue though so so uh, also I mean are you calling other phone numbers are you calling from different phone numbers you know your girlfriend's phone number your friend's phone numbers you, know, you got to make sure that you're using a different phone number I mean there's a reason he's not answering your calls he'll answer somebody else's. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, just going above and beyond. And shooting a text message, right? This is a text message that I like to shoot anytime somebody goes dark. I tell my, I tell my, uh, my team this. So shooting them a text message, um, you know, hey, Mr. Seller, 
Um, I know we were really close on numbers and, you know, you haven't been responding. So I'm leading to believe that it's either the price that wasn't working for you, the time frame that wasn't working for you. Or, or you, you just, sold the property. You sold the property or you just don't want to work with me. You know, I'd be more than happy to look at, you know, relook at numbers to try to make something happen for you. And then you send that text message back to them. And just by putting that, it's it's probably me that you don't want to work with. You're going to get a response out of them. Yeah. And that's all you need. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get a response out of them. And that's what you want to do. But the thing is, is what I want to know, Warner, is when you made him that offer at 140000 and he was at 147 you know, why did you leave him off? Why did you let him off the phone? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah you're right. And, and, then, and then again, don't get too greedy. You know what was Warner? What was the ARV on that thing? You know, you're he was at one forty seven. You're at one forty. Why didn't you meet him in the middle? Depending on what the ARV is, depending on what your maximum allowed offer is, you know, did you get too greedy? Because sometimes, you know, they say that hogs get slaughtered. You know what I mean? Like the fat, yeah. the fat pigs, they're the ones that get slaughtered first. So, did you get too greedy? You cannot get too greedy. Let me know what the ARV is on that, um, real quick. What are some common objections you get? Pfft. I mean, very, very simple. I got to talk to my wife. Uh, I'll call you back. Let me send this to my lawyer. Um, you know, oh, uh, let me talk to my realtor. Uh, there's so many different common objections. All uncertainties. Yeah, it's just objections are uncertainties. That's all it is. Moving on. So um, Jenny, Jenny has a question. We're Jenny from the block. To, yeah, we're, 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 we're talking to a motivated seller that wants to move to a newer house and will stay until then. Do we purchase and charge rent while waiting? So what you can, what you can do, I mean, ultimately no one's stopping you from cashing that property out and keeping them as renters until their property is finished. But you can also just lock in the deal extended with like escrow. an extended closing date, extended escrow date, and then make the offer contingent upon them moving into their new purchase. So yeah. that'll make them feel comfortable enough to sign the agreement with you meanwhile. And then again, you just extend it that way, you know. And guess what? If you lock it in now at a yeah. certain price, property values are going up. Noel so Challenger. This might be a weird question, but do you all love what you do? How do you stay motivated when hearing no over and over and over and over? If guys, I, how do you guys stay motivated hearing no? I love this shit, man. Yeah, yeah this this is a lifestyle. This is are those I, sharks on here? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A little shark band. Born, I love it. Born, 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 born closer. Born closer. Born closer. closing. Born closing. Yeah, man, I mean, who gives a shit? I tell my team, I say, guys, don't get all discouraged. Don't go cry to your mom just because someone said no. If you if the, if that prospect is closable, you better close that freaking deal. That is all I'm gonna say. There's gonna be there's gonna be people that are just not closable. It, they're they're outrageous. They're not logical, right? But if that person is closable, and you can close that person, close that person. If that person is not closable, don't get crazy discouraged and let that affect the rest of your day. Right. And if I told if I told you, you know, it's gonna take you a hundred no's to hear one yes, what up, and that own? one yes is gonna bank you. 10, 20, $30,000, $50,000. I mean, think about what that can do for your life if you haven't done a deal. So I want to get to that no as soon as possible. I'm hammering out the phones. Please tell me no. Every time I'm on the phone, please tell me no. Please tell me no. And then, you know, when I'm at 99, 98, I'm like, oh, shit. please tell me no. And then 99, oh, he's going to tell me no. Yes, yes. And then you're at 100, be like, okay, this is it. The lights are on. This is about to happen. And then you get that yes, and everything just changes. Your life will change dramatically once you hear that yes. Because once you hear that yes, you're going to see how easy it really was to get that yes. Yep. Let me say this. You're going to be able to repeat it. What if you're going to make $60,000, but it's going to take you 100 no's? You know how much each no is worth? $600. Mm. 
So just think of every no you get. Oh, I just, I, I, I might have just made six hundred dollars. Next no. Oh, I might have just made next six hundred. You because that's the way you got to see it. Like you got to mind f yourself as an entrepreneur. So many times, this is just another one of those situations that you got to mind screw yourself. So moving on, last question. Wh which one do you guys want to answer? I'll give you one. Um, you answer one question. You answer one question, and we and it's a wrap. Okay. Let's see. Hey, someone said, I had a seller go dark after sending the contract message him, apologizing if I scared him off, and he booked an in-person appointment while on this podcast. Super sick. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, don't get it, don't get it confused, guys. I mean, not everybody's going to want to sign uh, DocuSigns. So you give them options whenever you're telling them. Hey, but just make sure. So you, you did set up an appointment to go take a look at the property. Whoa. I mean, if the price is good, you know, lot, a contract now, pictures later, you know, if it's a good deal, it's a good deal. Time can kill a lot of guys. People. Warner said deals, Warner so. said the ARV on that thing was two fifty to two sixty. Warner, that should right. be my Warner. Head. You got greedy, my friend. Come on, uh, Warner. Come on, man. Classic Come on, Warner. Man. I'm just <sighs> no Warner, uh, bro. How can we help you close that? I think I think uh, we should do that. Maybe we can help. Yeah, you close reach this out guy. to us, man. We'll try to call. Him. Yeah, let's um, let's see what <laughs> we guys, can do. Follow Send these it. guys on Instagram. Born closer, wolf of closing. Let's go. Yeah. We respond to all of our messages. If you they guys do. need help, I mean, yep, that's yep. all we're here to do. I mean, this podcast is only like an hour and 30 minutes long, but our Instagram, there's no time limit on it. Well, actually, there's a time limit on mine, but I still uh, I still respond to them. Okay. One more question and we're out. Let's see who has one. one more question. Uh, my leads being 100%. Yes, when they call you, they'll rig your business. Nice one. One, baby. one more, baby. Let's go. Pick it. Choose it. Choose a good one. Choose a good one. I'm My phone's dead. Classic Carlos. By the way, what do you guys think of uh, the all-in? Look at the pop, the pop. What are they called? Pop pop-outs. The pop sockets. Pop sockets. pop sockets. Yeah. What do you What do you think of the pop sockets? All right. One more question. Someone. Someone give me some fire. I need. I need another question. Uh, Brian. He said, uh, "Tell us about the last seller you turned their no into a deal." So, uh, you, yeah. turn, you turn the no into a yes, yeah, no into a yes. And it was Clo actually, closers turn no's into yeses. And it was time. actually, this is what we do. It was actually a retail lead. It was a retail lead. The property was listed, had Love been it. listed for 60 days. Property was vacant. Uh, seller was already living in another property. And I just hit them with their pain points. You guys are still paying a mortgage on this property. Your property hasn't sold. Your property is outdated for the, for the area. You know, you're still paying utilities on this property. I know personally, it's hard for some people to just keep one mortgage and you guys are paying two. I would love to give you what you guys are going to net right now if you guys were to receive an offer today for your asking price. Mm. You know, I would love to do that for you guys. But unfortunately, the numbers just don't dictate. I have to put some money into this to even sell what you guys have it listed for. And I know your realtor, he may not be doing his job or anything, but... Look, this is what I can offer you. And, and and if it works for you, great. And if it doesn't, not a problem. You're going to have your property listed. But I know you're probably starting to dig into your savings account to help pay for the mortgages. Mm. So this is what I have to offer you. Mm. And I yeah. hit him with it. Pain points. And the guy, and the guy, it was an older gentleman, and then his wife was in the background. And she was she was sending numbers out. 260. You know, she was like, oh, I, I got the property at 260. And it was probably worth 360. It was listed for 350. Beautiful. So, and it needed work, but she was, he, uh, the wife was in the background, tell him 290. And I was like, okay. I was like, do you want to put me on speaker? And then he was like, okay. And I was like, hey, how are you doing? I introduced myself to the wife and I addressed both decision makers at the same time, right? Because actually, 
she was a decision maker. So I had to play into her and I had to close her and tell her why I'm offering this much and why she's going to continue to have her property sit on the market for another 30 to 60 days because she or, or she's going to have to lower the price down an extra 50,000. Boom. Uh, David Flopper just said, dang, that is fire. Well, guys, if you guys love this episode, we actually had close to 100 people at some point. We have a little bit under 60 right now live um, uh, on Facebook. But again, you know, when you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, um, show us some love, write a review there, write a review on Apple. You know, let us know that you are enjoying the value that's being dropped on this podcast. And all we ask for you guys in return, guys, is that you share, you know, you share with people, you know, let your friends know, you know, because closers, no closers, sharks, no sharks, entrepreneurs, no entrepreneurs. Let them know, hey, you got to come check out this podcast. Um, they actually do provide value. They don't just talk about, you know, BS. Uh, please share it as much as possible. Tell a friend, refer, you know, refer a friend, refer a family member. That's all we ask for. This podcast is completely free, and uh, we try to drop as much value as, as we can. Thank you guys so much for, uh, for uh, this is yeah, the art of the you, art of closing thank number you, three. I hope you guys got a lot of value from this. If you got a lot of value from this, please give them some uh, some thumbs up, some hearts, some some you know some love. And uh, that is episode uh, twenty one, uh, twenty two, episode twenty two. And we are uh, we are wrapping it up. And guys, thank you guys so much. And get out there and and let's close some deals, baby. Salesforce let's go. Force out, baby. Force, force. force.